Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. While living in Europe, Uta Shaw built a successful talent, event management, and television production career. Today, she applies those skills as head of North America for 24 Good Deeds, an organization dedicated to supporting and educating people about a variety of charitable causes. Uta and her team create and sell a charitable advent calendar. For 24 days in December, opening the door of the calendar reveals a charity that is being supported. Please join me in welcoming Uta Shah. Hi Uta, thanks so much for your time today. Can you explain 24 Good Deeds, what it is and how it works? So 24 Good Deeds is a non-profit that supports 24 Canadian registered charities with the help of a charity advent calendar. So once a year, we issue this advent calendar. Every one of the 24 doors, you will find a project that has been given to us by a Canadian registered charity that is happening within Canada or internationally. It's about 50% each, so half half. Yeah, so, and we help people in the categories of education, nutrition, health, and nature. So we have six projects each. The calendar is available online for for a donation of $24. And as a documentation for your donation, you will receive this calendar. The calendar itself is made out of grass paper, which is literally hay, and printed with plant-based ink. So obviously for an advent calendar, people are looking at this as something that you, you might buy through September, October, and November for the first 24 days of December. But I imagine this is a... This is a 12-month-of-the-year project for you. That is very correct, Craig. Uh, we are working on this uh, 12 months a year. It's actually much more work than it, than it looks because we have a very, very uh, severe uh, application process and uh, reporting process. So let's go right there. How do you select the 24 charities that are going to be part of the Advent calendar each year? Now, that's the hardest thing to do, let me tell you, because they apply we have an online application manager so they the charities apply this year we had i believe 74 that applied so now we have a three-step system to do that the first round is basically they tell us uh, their philosophy they tell us about their charity they tell us what they think their good deed could be and then so we're we are kind of going through all that and saying yeah okay fine so next step we have now we're maybe down to 60 now this, these 60 charities have to give us much more. They have to give us the concrete project, their plan for the future. Can they sustain this in the next few years? Or is this only something they can do with our money? Those are all important questions for us. So that's the second step. And the third step, we are actually giving it to our advisory board. We have four advisory board members, one in each category, and they are the ones that make the final decision because. I don't know anything about health. I don't know anything about nutrition, you know, or about water in Africa. So it's they do and they will tell us this is where this is the best project or the best six projects in each category. And this is really worth the dollar. Uta, what is it about you that wanted to do this in North America with 24 Good Deeds and to spend so much time and energy giving back to a number of different charities each year? So what actually what, what why I, I started this is because I really like helping and I, I do give stuff uh, or volunteer for 
charities for the last 20 years. And my problem was I had to always just pick one that I could give my time to or my money to because, you know, it's limited time, limited money that you you are you have spare. So in this case, I thought, okay, I can help 24 charities and I get to vet them and I get their reports because I'm making sure they, they come back. And I can also help other people that have that same problem donate. So and a lot of people want to donate, like for Christmas, there's a lot of companies that donate a lump sum and then they they just tell their employees, well, instead of gifts or cards this year, we donated to this and this charity. Well, in our case, they can do the very same, but they will donate to 24 different registered Canadian charities, 24 different projects that have been given from the charities to us and that say exactly every day what what is achieved with that $1 donation per, per door. So maybe describe the calendar to me, you know, the experience of receiving the calendar and how that might work. And you mentioned corporations. Explain how corporations can use this as part of their corporate gifting around the holiday season. So the people that the recipients of the calendars will see basically what you donated on their behalf. So one day they will find there is a bottle of special milk for an orphan baby elephant in Zambia. The next day, there's three breakfasts for school children in Canada. And the list goes on. Plant a tree in Africa, uh, help uh, indigenize education in Canada, and so on. So every day is something very specific in there. And the nice thing is when a company does that, which in in the last couple of years we had quite a few of, they have the ability to take their business card and hang it on the tree. There is a punch hole in there on the top, and we can uh, supply you with red strings and then just, you know, put your business card on there. And on the back side of your business card, you write a personal note. And then the, the people, the recipients will see every single day what, who gave them this calendar and what is possible because this company donated on their behalf. So I should just point out that the advent calendars with the doors that open is actually in the shape of a tree. I want to come back to why you got started earlier. You said you like to help people, but it goes a long way from helping people and maybe making a charitable donation to creating something like this. Can you walk me through how you got more deeply involved in charities and charitable causes? That's a very interesting question. Say it this way. In 2000 and no, exactly 2000, I started thinking about helping in a charity way because I wasn't prior. I did not grow up with it at all. My parents did not have money to give away. So, but and in so 22 years ago, I started thinking about that. And I, funny enough, you know, shortly, a short time later, I got hired by UNICEF to do their yearly telethon on German public television. So I was their producer, and which was a huge show. It was really big. We made every year. We we were able to get donations for five or six million dollars euros. Sorry, not even dollars, euros. So that was really cool. And because of that, I learned a lot, a lot about different projects. Then I started to be interested in that, and I 
yeah, I just, you know, helped wherever I could with contacts or so on. And then I became the uh, media advisor for the largest medical aid organization in Europe. It's called Medior. And then I started my own charity when we were living for a while in the Bahamas. Yeah, so it was one thing after the next, and I helped a school that had um, children, girls that were pregnant, like 12, 14 year olds. And that's, you know, that, that was a different issue. And then they had babies, so they were very, very young. So there, there was a lot of support needed. So you've been involved in the charitable sector for quite some time. When did 24 Good Deeds become a thing? 2019, my daughter gifted me this calendar from Germany. 24 good deeds, 24 gute Taten in German. So, and I looked at it and I went like, this is cool. This is really great. I wish this would exist in Canada. And I thought, hmm, that is exactly what I wanted to do. How about if I do that in Canada? So then, first, of course, I researched uh, and nowhere in North America does something like this exist. It's actually the only one. There's one in, 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 in London, in England, that just supports charities. But in our case, it is a specific project. So that is what what I what really blew my mind that they would go to that extent. Was, uh, and anyway, so I contacted the guy in Germany and asked him what he thinks about it, and he said, "Yeah, sure, but I can tell you one thing: five or six different people from different countries asked me prior in the last ten years, and I said, "Yeah, you go ahead." And what happened? He said they all did not pursue. Because it is so much more work than you you think. And of course, here I am, right? Sure, try me. Mm-hmm. Of course, two months later, I was like, okay, and now I know what he's talking about. <laughs> but hey, this is my third year this year. And we were very, very successful. Canada took us with open arms. Absolutely. People loved it. The media loved it. You know, we had such great print and um, TV exposure. So you were warned. You knew it was going to be a lot of work, but you, you still went ahead and did it anyway. I, I, I knew it would be work to that extent. I did not know that, but I did embrace it. And I have to tell you, I'm loving it. Even sometimes it's like literally 12 hours and it's a lot of stress because we have such a short window because it's a, it's a Christmas or it's an Advent thingy. So you have to have to really be very tight it's very time sensitive i'm loving it i'm absolutely enjoying it so you know i did it was the same in show business before i i enjoyed my job and i it doesn't feel like work for me so it doesn't matter how much time or how much stress that i have as long as i have fun with it and this one i can tell you is is really is great is i can see myself doing that for the next 20 years easily so because you enjoy it so much, those stressful moments, which are going to happen, you just kind of roll with them? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. It's, uh, how stressful can it be? It, can, it is stressful no matter what, as long as I wake up the next morning and say, okay, I still want to do this. I'm still happy and all that. I'm, I'm totally fine. You know, because this is the most expensive hobby I ever had. I'm not making any cent out of this. So it, I better have fun, you know, and I better enjoy what I'm doing. And I do. And I believe, you know, that's, that's, it's much having fun and 
having a good feeling about what you do and seeing what comes out of it, which is really good. We are changing so many lives and so many, so many things because of the donations. That makes me feel really good and really proud. I'm just curious if there's anything from your past life as a talent manager, event manager, and you know, television producer that you're using in your work today with 24 Good Deeds. Um, there is a lot of things, of course, that I'm using from my experience from the past, especially media and uh, organizational skills. And what is completely new for me is that I am now working on something for a few years. With television shows, it's kind of short term. Even so, it's a series of so and so many shows. You do have a, a beginning and an end. In this case, the calendar is it keeps on going. So it's like a whole year, which a television show you work maybe on for two weeks, sometimes four weeks, and then it's being taped, and that's the end of it. In our case, it's one year I'm working on something, and then it stops after the calendar is finished on the 24th of December. But then immediately, on the fir- in the first week of January, we start with the next calendar. Of course, people can follow you online at 24gooddeeds.ca. That's the number two, four, and then gooddeeds.ca. Um, what other ways are people following you or connecting with you online or digitally? So every single donor will also get a, an email every day in December. So 1st of December, you get, uh, you get your email in your inbox, and it's it will explain in detail about the project because the little door in the calendar can only say five things. Uta, thank you so much for your time today and for what you're doing to raise money and awareness for many, many worthy causes. Thank you. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.